Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend of the show, Amanda, a.k.a. AMX NDA reviews on Twitter, Letterboxd, and Instagram. And today we're here to give our spoiler-free thoughts and insights on that 90s show, the follow-up to the popular sitcom, That 70s Show. And before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X. Or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Amanda, this is take two for us. (laughs) (laughs) The first audio just... I don't know what happened. Like your audio file got corrupt. And I was like, we got to do this for the That 70s Show fans out there. But (laughs) (laughs) how was your week? How was your new year? What's new in your life? Oh, man. Um, A lot of things. A lot of things is like has been happening. I can't even I can't even tell you. I have Sundance at the end of this month, which I'm prepping for. I'm currently running with a new book club, which is Maud's book club that I am a part of now. That means I have to read more, which is not my forte. Yeah, uh, I get to read more. <laughs> so uh, that's the other thing. Uh, but yeah, I've been, you know, standard. I've been trying to watch more movies than television series right now. Um, but that 90 show was just something that I needed to talk to you about and we have this awesome discussion um we're huge fans so i think that it's going to be a really great discussion yeah yeah um, i'm right there with you for me i i've only seen one new movie this year um i feel like i'm three tv shows into the new year for 2023 already i don't know how this happened but it always happens like last year i think i watched around like maybe 30 35 shows and then I think maybe around like 60-ish movies. But what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know where I find this time. It just Give happens. me your brain. <laughs> I need to watch more television series. It's like literally one of my goals for 2023. I don't know how you're not. Wow, that's crazy. Kudos to you. I can consume television easier than I can consume movies. I don't know what it is. It's the strangest thing ever. Because like when I'm watching a movie... And I don't know, just whatever two and a half, three hour long movie or whatever movie it may be. And I'm like, oh man, like, you know, like how much time is left? But like (laughs) for TV, I can just like sit there and watch like maybe three, four episodes at once, depending on what it is. And I'm like, I got to know what happens next. But I don't know. I think I'm just more of a long form uh, story person. I don't know. It's weird. Which is fair. I get that too. I think for me, it's like, I wait to binge and then I don't binge. <laughs> yeah, all the episodes are out. I can binge it now and then I just never do it, which is my yeah. downfall. So I don't know. I'm going to try my best. I really am. I really am. You have to push me. Hold me. <laughs> are you watching The Last of Us when it comes out? Oh, 100%. I think I'm going to do coverage on uh, my YouTube channel just because yeah. I think that's going to gain a bit more traction. But uh, yeah, that's my goal of like at least doing one television that I uh, show that I can cover 
every like month or two. Month or something. Yeah. And YouTube, what's that like? (laughs) (laughs) YouTube, YouTube's a different beast, but like I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting the hang of it. Getting the flow of it. I'm a writer, like first off. So like, that's, that's the tough part is doing videos and pumping them out. That's why like, I'm so inspired by what you do, even like getting the vid, like the, the pods out there's, you have such a great turnover and it's so quick and you cover everything Christian. So like kudos to you guys. Cause it, it drives me nuts editing and stuff like that. It oh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for the kind words. I yeah. mean, right back at you. I mean, I, I don't write as much like I sometimes do, but it's, it's not, it's not my priority, but yeah. I'm nothing but respect for people who can just <laughs> sit there and it's like oh my gosh i had to write this down and i'm like great (laughs) (laughs) words are hard (laughs) words are very hard and we use them every day and it gets tougher and tougher as the years go on (laughs) because i just lose the ability to learn how to like communicate with people someone's like hi and i'm like uh uh, like Just something really weird. Just noises at that point. And it's like, is that person talking to me? What do I do? What do I say? And it's like. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, man. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of TV. I got to get on the movie. There's a lot of other movies I haven't seen. And The Godfather is one of them. But we'll get to it. I bought the 4K set. It's sitting on my shelf. I just have to watch it. Okay, when Um, you watch it, I'll do it again. And then we can review it. (laughs) <laughs> really quick, because yeah. it came with before we get into that '90s show. <laughs> it came with Godfather Part One, Part Two. Yeah. And there's Godfather Coda, and then yes. there's Godfather Part Three. Okay, so Godfather Part Three and Godfather Coda are the same, so it's technically still Part Three. But Godfather Coda is a re-edited version of what Part Three was supposed to be, and that was released, I think, two years ago. Okay, so, that's what I thought. It's I like the complete sure. version, like director's cut type of version of what part oh. three was supposed to be. But everyone kind of hates part three. That's I'm not going to get into the the whole so, history. So watch Coda <laughs> instead of part three. Or <laughs> I would watch part three just to get like the full trilogy aspect of it. And then okay. I would watch Coda to kind of familiarize yourself with it. Because then I don't think you'll notice the difference as much. In storytelling. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got you. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. With all that out of the way, ladies and well, all the housekeeping that we just <laughs> get out of the way. Uh, Amanda, are you ready to get into this this review of that 90s show? Again, this is spoiler free yes. for everyone out there. We're not going to be getting no. into spoilers. I want people to be surprised um, by just everything that happens in the show. It's something you can easily binge because that's what Netflix loves to do. Um, but with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after this introduction to that nineties show. Hey grandma. Hey grandpa. Okay. Kids, the basement is all yours. Lights on, shirts on, and no dancing. No dancing. You're like the guy from Footloose. No dancing, you guys. They go in my room. My foot goes in their ass. You sweet man. I think we should just say, whoa. Get out. See you soon. Get out. Don't be a stranger. Get out. Extra icy. 
That was mine. We never locked the sliding door. We do now. And we are back. You just heard a little snippet of the trailer from that 90s show, which is dropping on January 19th, a.k.a. by the time you're listening to this, the show will be out. So definitely go watch it on Netflix. All 10 episodes will be there. They're about maybe 25 minutes long, which is like the perfect time to just binge a fun new sitcom. And the story of that 90s show is as follows. Now it is 1995 and Leia Foreman is visiting her grandparents for the summer where she bonds with a new generation of Point Place, Wisconsin kids under the watchful eye of Kitty and the stern glare of Red Foreman. And the creators of the show include Greg Mettler and Bonnie Turner and Lindsay Turner coming to return. I believe that Lindsay is the daughter of Bonnie, who Bonnie is one of the original creators of that 70s show. Um, I don't know if Greg Mettler was or not. I wasn't able to look that up in time, but there was another Turner. I think Bonnie's husband yes. was also a part yeah. of that 70s show. Yeah, I think okay. I remember that too. Okay. And uh, this show stars Deborah Jo Rupp, Kurt Wood Smith and Callie Haverda, who plays Leia Foreman, which is I, I love how it's it's perfect. It's so I mean, sitcoms are like outlandish and funny, and half the time they make no sense. And it's like, of course, Eric's daughter will be named Leia, and I thought he was going to have like twins, like Luke and Leia, but I'm like <laughs> I. I feel like Donna said, yeah, like that's like a one and done <laughs> type situation <laughs> yeah. there. But let's get into our initial reactions. Actually, before we get into that, I do apologize. We're going to get into our introduction of that 70s show. Again, this is like our try number two because the first time that we recorded this, yeah. it just all went to, it, it all went to poop, unfortunately. <laughs> but, we're going to get into our introduction of that 70s show, which, you know, that's the reason why we are covering that 90s show here today. Then we're going to get into our initial reactions of the show. That is our spoiler free section. Then we're going to get into a little bit of 90s show trivia for that 90s show. Then our final thoughts in our ratings. And then it's time to skedaddle on out of here. So I'm going to pass it over to Amanda so she can tell us about her introduction to that 70s show. Yeah, well, I was very little, okay? I was probably eight or nine, and my uncle would be watching it. It wasn't, like, live, like, on television. It was probably, like, the day after it would air. It originally aired, stuff like that. So it was, like, a bonding experience for, like, my uncle and I because he'd be watching me, and then we'd watch that 70s show. Um, I shouldn't have been watching it at the age that I was watching it. So that was fun because jokes went over my head. It was low-key inappropriate, but these characters were just everything for me. And I really appreciate their like their like slapstick comedy. I think that like their physicality, especially Ashton Kutcher in Wilmer Valderrama, like their physical comedy was fantastic. Even Topher Grace, I can add into that mix. Um, so they were really fun. And then growing up, I I kind of didn't watch it. And then when, when it was on Netflix again, I'm like, you know what? I've never watched a series straight through. 
Um, so I binge watched it during exam season in university as one does when you're studying just, you know, to watch something. And, um, I finished all, all the seasons in the span of two weeks because I just loved it. And then Donna Pinciotti became my, you know, my entire personality because I love her so much. Um, but these characters stick. It's one of those sitcoms that just sticks because the humor is relevant. You're focusing on an era that, you know, we like the nineties babies don't really know of, you know? So it was just something different. And these characters were so wonderful. I learned so many lessons from them as like as an adolescent and which is so amazing. And they had great chemistry But for me, what sticks out among every single sitcom is the type of humor that's presented. And that 70s show is so different. It's not like to the point where they're so like they're so crude with each other. It's just like perfect one liners and jabs that can only hit if you know the characters through and through. So that 70s show is just it has my heart. It's a very underappreciated show. Very unappreciated. I agree. It, it's for me when it comes to my introduction. I, I watched. I started watching it with my cousin. I would visit him in Louisville, Kentucky, and it was just something that he had on. And I was. I grew up on sitcoms. You know, you had iCarly, you had Drake and Josh. Um, you know, you had Full House. You had. First Prince of Bel Air, all the the Nick and Night reruns and whatnot for all those old school um, sitcoms. Because I mean, for a very long time, you know the the uh, laugh track sitcom was just you know the place t- where good television lived until you know it the sitcom genre has evolved since then. But for that '70s show, it was just something I was just attached to, and I we would just watch it every single day. I stayed down in uh louisville kentucky for about like a good month and it just quickly became like one of my favorite shows ever and then i was so obsessed with it i bought like the dvds when i started like working and then i lost the dvds but i have since bought the blu-ray during black friday this year for 20 dollars for the entire season it was like some crazy lightning deal for that 70s show and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, I have to buy this. Like I've been meaning to, you know, have this part of my collection because it is one of my favorite shows of all time. And it's just, it's something that I felt like I absolutely needed to have. But I'm very surprised that Netflix hasn't put that 70s show back on Netflix. I'm not sure what the whole, you know. What? Yeah, I don't think it's Is it on not there? there? It, it was for a very long time and they took it off. It's It seems that Netflix has always had like a big sitcom on Netflix for a long time. They, they replaced it with something else for, so for a while, the office was on there. Yeah. Uh, New girl's still on there, but for a while the, the office was on there. And then how I met your mother was on there. Those soon got replaced. Then friends came to Netflix that soon got replaced. And now uh, that 70 show was on Netflix for a very long time, but now it's Seinfeld's like the big I mean, it could be different for you because you're you're in Canada. No, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock. Oh, oh. oh. I, that means I'll never be able to see it at all. Really? That's oh, so is it not available in in Canada? That no? and Roku. No. <laughs> Cannot get it in Canada. <laughs> 
technically you're closer to Wisconsin than I am. <laughs> well, that's not fair. I'm going to email them and be like, listen, fam. Like, can I change my now. VPN and pretend that yeah. I'm American? <laughs> what the hell is this? <laughs> that's hilarious. Mm. But no. Oh, wow. Peacock. Eh, not. Not the choice I would use it for, but hey, I mean, Peacock's got to get the views somehow, right? You know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, for my introduction, it's it was just I fell in love with these characters. I just thought it was hilarious, and I mean, I I know a lot of people think that like laugh track um, sitcoms are just you know the worst, but or not the worst, but they're just not as funny. And like, I, I love the goofy humor. I love the slapstick comedy, you know, the one-liners like you mentioned, Amanda. And I'm, it's, it was so like, I think, I mean, Hyde was definitely one of my favorites, but like, there's just something about Eric where he was just such a smart mouth. And I was, it's just, Oh my gosh, it was the worst. I'm like, if I ever talk to my parents that way, Right. It was not going to end well. <laughs> but Topher Grace, holy lord, he that it. man, he's phenomenal. Yeah. Like he, like his banter with Kurtwood Smith, I'm like that just makes the entire series. They were so good oh, together. Yeah. It there there's so many it's it's like that 70s show reminds me of SpongeBob where there's so many like <laughs> situational like one-liners like specific episodes where it's like there's all these great moments. Yeah. And they just or, you know, of course, when Michael's saying, um, well, no, when Jackie's saying, oh, Michael, I'm cold. Or, well, Jackie, <laughs> Eric, I can't control the weather. Like, <laughs> Eric's like, oh, here, Donna, take my yeah. jacket. Aren't we just the perfect couple? <laughs> so and it's, it's great. Kelso, <laughs> my God. Uh, Addison Crutcher. Good old Ashton. I think he is honestly uh, America's sweetheart. I think it's – if there's any – celebrity out there i think it's adson kutcher the, the man is fantastic and of course him him mila kunis being married after after all these years it's it's great yeah, that was fate i think especially because she was so. like she was so young on the show mm. which like we'll talk about later but um, yeah. yeah like <laughs> um but yeah i just the fact that they reunited afterwards was just the sweetest thing i'm like this is love don't ever break up i'll get mad at you like the other couple exactly <laughs> like th- this is the this is the couple that everyone should be you know yeah. fighting for this is the um the lily and eric not no lily and marshall of yes. the real life you know yes. the aspiring dolls yeah. that people should be looking forward to or aiming for yeah. in their relationships <laughs> but but yeah that's just a little bit of my introduction for that 70s show uh it was just a great show so let's actually get into our initial reactions for that 90s show the real reason why we're here. So I'm going to pass it back over to Amanda so she can give her first initial reactions to that 90s show. I was really surprised. I was pleasantly surprised with what they gave us. I think it took me, I, I did say like three episodes as per usual. That's like standard Netflix stuff where like you're binge watching something. It takes three episodes to kind of get into it. That's the model. Um, but the characters really grow on you. You know, and the one thing, as I said, that that 70s show had that was so unique about it was that it was so different in humor than, you know, the rest of the sitcoms out there. And they applied it perfectly with the 90s humor at the same time, which was absolutely wild to me. So they still have that level of like sarcasm, that dry sarcasm is something that 
I look for in comedy um, because it's my favorite thing in the world. And they all nailed it. These kids, these new kids that came on the block, like they nailed it too. And they have a great chemistry and banter with each other. Um, I think that Leia Foreman, played by Callie Haverda, is a little star, to be honest, because for her to perfectly combine Donna and Eric, that takes a lot because these are iconic characters. And then you're looking at her, it's like, holy sh- she sounds exactly like Eric, but like she's as fierce as Donna. And like, that's an amazing combination if you really look at it. So the kids are great. The banter is great. Uh, my personal thing is that when we, when, um, you know, Eric and Donna obviously drop off um, Callie and they go visit them, it's the fact that their parents now, and like, it's just the generational conversations that are had. I'm not going to spoil anything, but it is just absolutely hilarious, hilarious to see what happens in that first episode. It was written to perfection. Um, but yeah, I'm pleasantly surprised. I want a season two. This show is really fun. Do not be alarmed that it's dropping on a Thursday. Do not be alarmed that it's a sequel show to its an original series that people loved. It is just a lot of fun and it captures the nineties, which is the important part. I could not have said it better myself <laughs> when, when it comes to, yeah, I mean, it's, I've watched the first episode twice and I agree it's 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 a perfect like intro episode you know it's it's all about you know the the sequel series or franchises when it comes to especially the sitcoms um you you we see so many of these happening like Netflix has gone leagues and beyond with Fuller House which is the sequel to Full House and I at first I was like I mean is anyone really going to you know, watch this. I'm like, well, it's like five, six seasons deep. I think they actually completed everything, you know, but it, um, that, that one was okay for me. I like, I was attached to full house, but not as much as I was to other sitcoms. Like if it was on, be like, okay, yeah, I'll watch, I'll watch uh, full house. But of course we've had girl meets world from, which is a sequel for boy meets world that was on Disney. We see things like Carly coming back for that revival and for that 90s show, I feel like it has uh, captured what made that 70s show so special and, you know, obviously modernized it um, for, you know, 90s kids and for us who uh, grew up in the 90s um, or at least born in the 90s um, altogether. But I agree about uh, Leia Foreman for Callie Haverda. She, it's, that is like, if, if they were ever a real family, like that is Eric's yeah. child. That is Donna's child. She has the wits of Donna. She has the smart mouth of Eric. And it's it's a perfect blend. I was very surprised how spot on she was able to, you know, portray their own child because we towards the end of that 70s show, we kind of get it, you know, Eric comes back from Africa. We don't get a finality of if they, you know, for Eric and Donna, if they um, end up together. But I was like, oh, yeah, so obviously they do. But it overall, like like you said, the kids in the show are very infectious and they really grow on you. They they feel like their own cast. They don't necessarily feel like they are trying to like, oh, well, that's the new Fez. That's the new Jackie. You know, that's the yeah. new Kelso. Um, but give or take a few things, but obviously, you know, 
these characters from the original growing up. Some of them get married, some of them have kids. So it's, you know, natural. But these this new set of children, they they really just take these characters and run with it because they're not trying to recreate the past. That 90s show is not trying to do that. And I feel like there are other sequel uh, series out there. I feel like Full House kind of fell into that where it's like, oh, you know, um, um, well, obviously Michelle wasn't there for Full House, but you know, you, you had, um, DJ say, oh, my Atlanta, you like so many times. I'm like, we get it. Yeah. It's part of her character, but like, yeah. let's, but you know, it, you know, but Fuller House was still more so about, you know, the the girls when it came to Kimmy when it came to Stephanie yeah. and when it came to uh, DJ but for that '70s show it really just kind of pushes you know like hey like we're gonna do our own thing while having some of the legacy characters like Kitty and Red who I think were perfect because you know we don't really venture outside of Point Place because you know uh, Leia is staying with her grandparents for the summer so. Yeah. They kind of just run with it that way. And you could just see how, I mean, Deborah Jar Rub is like, I, <laughs> every time she does her laugh and it just like, you know, her, her iconic kitty laugh, like she does it a few times, not as much in this series from what I no. remember. I think she did maybe like once or twice, but it's so great to see these actors come back because it shows how much they cared about the original and yeah. the fact that they're coming back and like, Hey, this works. You know, yeah. it may not be as popular as that 70s show. You know, this is a new show, but this is there there is something here, there is a story to tell. And I think they did a uh, phenomenal job with it. It's just so fun. It's so fun. And like even with Red and Kitty, to have them like in the series quite heavily, like they're it's not like they're gone, like they're there, they're in the mix every single episode. And without them. That 70s show wouldn't have worked. Like Mm-mm. without them, like it wouldn't have worked. That's why they had to be that um that prominent and present in that 90s show. And I think like it just it was awesome because like the tagline is like, like I, I think it was like decades change, but teenagers don't. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm right. <laughs> we don't change like you know what i mean like it's the yeah. same stuff and it's just so funny to see like history repeat itself in certain instances and the fact that she's a woman like she's a girl she's a young teenage girl she's gonna be going through different things than eric did so obviously red and kitty mm. didn't really have to deal with that either so you know the there's well, one episode yeah, yeah was like a little bit yeah. it's <laughs> but, situation was a special case <laughs> But it was just, it was fun. Like, I, I completely agree with everything you said. This one just stands on its own. It's not, it doesn't make that many references. If anything, they reference, like, little things throughout that are integrated so nicely and just add to the 90s show itself. Yeah. Yeah, that that, that is very true. It's, I, and I agree. When it comes to Kitty and Red, like, without them, the show really doesn't work. Like, obviously, even in that, 70s show like yeah the kids were great but like everyone's chemistry was you know bouncing off of each other like there's so many great scenes that each of the original cast share with red and kitty and even mr pinciotti so it's like my gosh they they were able to pull it off and i was very i was thoroughly surprised and i know you started watching it before me and you're like 
oh my god it's like little christian you're gonna love it i was like i don't know like at first i was like is this just another hokey like sitcom sequel and you're like no it i think you're really gonna like it and you yeah. were right. Yay. Oh my God. We're clipping that. We're going to mark the date down. I was right, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. I was right. <laughs> For once. Let's, let's not get ahead of ourselves oh, too on. much. Once. All right. Just, just one time. I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you this line. It's, it's fine. Yay. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, but let's get into a little bit of the, that 90s show trivia. So um, the first thing I kind of wanted to cover, and this is kind of a gimme from the trailer already. If you've already seen the trailer, uh, it has been announced that Topher Grace, uh, Laura Preprin, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, and Wilmer Valderrama will be reprising their roles for that 70s show. Um, unfortunately, Dan- Danny Masterson, who played Hyde in that 70s show, will not be making an appearance in the series uh, due to other things that we will not get into. Uh, he's just he, he's in a bit of a deep doo doo all together. So, unfortunately, no Danny Masterson, no Hyde as well. But um, also, um, in one of the um, previous interviews for Tanya Roberts, who played donna's uh, mother on the original series she stated that she will be willing to make an appearance um in the sequel series for that 90s show but sadly she had passed away um early last year in 20 no two two years now it was two years yeah yeah 2021 uh eight more eight months before the revival was announced but it was so sad yeah, yeah, and I I kind of remember that it was you know, so much so many things were happening between, you know, 2020, 2021, so it's 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 definitely a great loss, but may she rest in peace. Mm-hmm. But um as we already kind of already noticed from the next piece of trivia that Leia Foreman is named after Princess Leia, hey. <laughs> which <laughs> which is Eric's, you know, he is and it's, this isn't the only Star Wars reference in Eric's life today for that 90s show. I'm not going to say what it is because it is the most ridiculous thing in the world. But again, it is a sitcom oh, so and great. it is so perfect. I don't know what Donna said that she did. I can't remember. I, mean, I can't did even remember. She? She, maybe not. I don't think she I said. don't know. Was it like marketing or something maybe? She, advertisement (laughs) (laughs) who knows you have to watch it guys that means you have to watch it and tell us yeah yeah tweeted us at film optics that is optics for the next let us know because i cannot remember if donna said uh her occupation or not but this next trivia fact is going to make us feel very old, Amanda. No. Um, Don't read it. <laughs> none Skip of these. It. Skip it. <laughs> we can't. It's the most interesting fact on here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, no slight to IMDb. It's just. <laughs> so um, all the teenagers um, in the show, the, the six the six teenagers, um, they are actually teenagers themselves, which is really, really nice. But None of the six new central actors were born when the original series first premiered in 1998. And their birth years ranged between like 2004 to 2008. No. Um, it looks like Callie Herverta uh, and Rendoy uh, were both born after the series' entire run. Everyone else was kind of born in between. 
which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Oh my like, God. Well, I hope they watched it. <laughs> none of them were born when it first premiered, which oh is really my crazy. God. Yeah. I don't know if they watched it or not, because I know that's like depending, like, especially for like The Last of Us with Billy Ramsey. She didn't play The Last of Us Fair. beforehand. I don't know if they did or not. I'm I'm assuming that they had seen it. I mean, these these are certain, these are some youngins, like for sure. They are. <laughs> these are some youngins. It, but they it nailed it. <laughs> it's insane. But I yeah. I do appreciate how they're actually you know teenagers. Um, Same. They will all be in their teens when the series premieres on Netflix, which is good. And actually, the original six cast from that 90 or excuse me that 70s show only half of them were teens when that 70s show first premiered and that <laughs> is mila kunis laura preparin and wilmer Valderrama. freaking mila kunis was 14 then i still can't she lied about her age and she got to kiss her first kiss was ashton kutcher do you understand like what an accomplishment <laughs> woman bad but also like oh my god <laughs> it's <No>. it's almost <laughs> it's it's so man I, I don't know like i mean hollywood was just so different back then but yeah. i was afraid about this because you know for a while they've been talking about this and i was like well would that 70s show work today and i was like probably not no way in hell no would way that show work today but no that 70s show, it works, but obviously that that 90s show is raunchy, but that 70s show is yeah. like way raunchier, but it it's, is. It's it, a- it came out during a different time. I also think that the 90s was obviously more progressive and contained, I think. And then the 70s was like flower child. It was like they were doing some shiznit in the 70s, okay? They were all over the place. I think that's why there was like so much freedom and like possibilities with the show in itself with that 70s show, which is something that other sitcoms, they obviously weren't doing in 98. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah. I I, I think you're right there. Yeah, it, it does seem like the 90s were a little bit more tames because, you know, you, you have people who are just now, you know, especially, you know, being a feminist and like, the seventies was kind of like weird, but now, you know, in the nineties it was way more accepted and especially like people's sexuality and whatnot. It it is a more accepting time, Mm -hmm. but this next piece of trivia, I think you'll be excited for this. I didn't know this. So it is currently stated that if the series is to be picked up for another season, (gasps) it will be set. um, The next summer. Of oh, Leia's adventures, okay. yeah. Oh, that's not, fun. Yeah, 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 and not continue in like 1995. So it would actually be like a full year later. I like that. I like that because I like even with sorry with like high school um, shows, they tend to like. I remember Gossip Girl when they did it. It was always like obviously the school season, and they never ever did the summer. So I like that this is kind of like flipped over or like they'll do like the, the end of the summer for Gossip Girl. They never, ever did like the full summer with them. It was always the school year. Riverdale is the same thing. You barely get like um, the summer. Um, but I like that. Was Obviously, Degrassi the same way? Degrassi was school year too. Yeah, yeah, I think it was school year only. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. I like how they're doing it this way though, because yeah. 
I mean, obviously, yeah, a lot happens during the summer, but that's really only like maybe three, four months, depending. But a lot happens during the school year. And since, you know, the season one does take place during the summer of 1995 for that 90s show, it'd be interesting to have them just keep coming back like within summers and summers because that's where all the I feel like that's where. Yeah, it's kind of like the catch up period almost. But uh, for the last piece of trivia here, uh, that 70s show co-creator Terry Turner actually cried on set during an episode of taping. He felt very emotional to experience to return after many of after the many years Aww. of that 70s show it's in so much love has been put into this to be fair there's one episode where i just started tearing up because i did too i, I feel I did. like it's the same i feel like it's the same episode i don't want to spoil but like there was a there was yeah i'm like there was a re- there was a reveal and i was like screaming and clapping and then it was just like i started crying instantly because i'm like holy shit like these characters mean so much to us you know which is crazy so it's like it's nuts just to see them in the same environment even like when they first said their lines in the first episode and you had the crowd like it's a lot it is a live audience it's not like it's not a laugh box right so to to even hear a live audience now like it just feels so different than what we're used to like i miss the live audience i do too you know so it was just it felt like going home I said that in my own review and it's like, you know what, it, we're going home to Wisconsin to Point Place and it's just comfort. So it's like your new comfort show for sure. Oh, absolutely. I've been watching Seinfeld on like repeat for Fair. months since Fair. it came. It's just something to put on, you know, it's yeah. it's something about situational comedies or just sitcoms in general, whether it be, you know, the laugh track or with the live audience. With the live audience, it just, it feels so real. But there's something about like sitcoms that just, they just feel like home and, you know, it's something you can always just keep, you know, returning back to, you know, whether it's just, Hey, I need something to, you know, pass the time, you know, while I'm cooking, let me put on that 70s show. Let me put on that 90s show. Let me put on how I met your mother, friends, uh, fresh Prince of Bel-Air, all that stuff. And it's like, it's, it's great stuff. I absolutely love it. And it's, it's fantastic. Like this has been a wild ride. And also really quick before we move on to our next segment, um, before we wrap up here for initial reactions and final thought or not initial reactions, sorry, final thoughts and ratings. My <laughs> gosh, it's been a long day. Um, I, I enjoy how the new kids just have very easy to learn names. Like there's Nate, there's Gwen, there's yeah. Leia, there's Ozzy, there's Jay and Nikki. So it's like, you know, those are the six kids. Like there aren't like these super, I don't know. Sometimes I I feel like either the names are too basic, but like these are very, these are like very nineties names to me. I feel like very, like, I mean, especially with Leia, it's like, my gosh, (laughs) Eric's going to have another kid. His his name's going to be Anakin. I swear. (laughs) Or Ben. (laughs) Or Ben. Yeah. Let's do Ben. Let's let's go with Ben. Yeah, I I think Ben would be more yeah. I mean, imagine Anakin for no, that doesn't really work. Leia works. Annie could work. Annie could work, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Then you would be the only one that knows that it's like it's Anakin. Well, think well, um, Donna calls her Lele. 
instead of Leia. That's right. So yeah, that's I like cute. that too. Yeah, it's a cute little nickname. I yeah, like some movie names do work. They do. <laughs> But again, this is for TV, so <laughs> I don't know. Also true. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure other people. Let us know. That'd be really <laughs> At Film Optics with an X on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really interesting because sometimes you look up like baby names or like, I don't know. I see the names of like some of my friends who are like married and, um, you know, in that stage of their life. And it's like, what did you name your child? <laughs> it's like the, why did you name your child that? And it's like, what did you name your child? Why did you name it that? Oh, that's yeah. a nice name. And it's like, oh, it's you like, want that there, name? Is there meaning to it? Like, <laughs> is it from a movie? Like, this is what we do now because <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna. Ask. Honestly, like, we're all gonna grow up. Everyone's gonna have something uh, referenced, <laughs> whether it be like a, a pet or like a yeah. cat, a dog, a goldfish, whatever. Well, if I ever get a dog, not to sidetrack, but like. I want to get a pug, you know, the one from Kingsman and name him Eggsy, but not JB, but like name him Eggsy. Cause I, I love, I love Taron Edgerton in that movie. So that was like, that's like my dream. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. My friend's dog's name is Alistair from Alistair Mooney from Ooh. Harry Potter. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's it's different really nice too. Name. Out of all the names mm. to choose from, like it wouldn't be Severus. But like it's Alistair. <laughs> it's it is a really nice name for a dog. I was like, wow, that actually does work. And it, you know, does he have like a bow tie? Is he like proper Englishman type of situation? No. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what kind of dog he is. He's kind of scruffy, but not really. But he he's kind of a scaredy cat dog. Oh, oh my god. But, At little Alistair. Okay. He's he's, he's like a mid-size, uh, maybe like an Australian Shepherd-esque. Okay. He has like brown and black fur. But it it Aww. works, yeah. <laughs> so we're also going to sponsor the dog shows. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of dog, well, I can't say anything for the show, but oh, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, that was so sad. And mm. there, there's a lot of references to other characters that don't actually appear in the show. It for that 90s show, but there's a lot of great surprises in there as well. <laughs> so, so I'm just great. gonna leave it. <laughs> it's so wonderful. It's it's <laughs> I'm so giddy just talking about it. But let's move on to our final thoughts and ratings here so we can skedaddle on out of here. Amanda, what are your final thoughts and ratings for that 90s show? This is a very easy binge. It's really entertaining. Um, and it's a lot of fun. It's very funny. Like it is one of the funniest shows on netflix and um if you are accustomed to that 70s show humor you're gonna really appreciate it if you're coming in blind and you've never watched that 70s show be prepared to want to binge watch that 70s show after you watch that 90s show to kind of understand it i do think that the new generation is going to appreciate that 90s show because they may not have lived through like our decade you know and that's oh my god! I hate that I just said that. Oh, they, like, I hate that I just said that. But it's like they, wow, the seventies are thirty years ago. No, no, no it's not. <laughs> but, it's um, like what? <laughs> but it's it's a new introduction, um, and I think that the more people 
uh, that watched that 90s show will just gain a new appreciation for this type of comedy. Um, and I think that's really important. I think sitcoms are really important and we're kind of missing that because everything's pre-recorded now. There's no live studio audience. Um, and I know that- Unless you're WandaVision. Unless you're WandaVision, kudos to them because that took a lot with the content that they had to put out there with um, with that script. So I commend them for a live studio audience. Um, I love that Netflix did this. I really do. I'm very happy with it. I recommend it. I'm giving it an eight out of 10. Um, I'm just pleasantly surprised. And the fact that I cried, I teared up means that these characters have longevity, um, that we connected with them emotionally and they invited us into their home at point place. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely ends on a massive cliffhanger too, which is actually, it rubs you in. I was like, man, I just, I just want more like right Why away. Isn't there another episode Netflix? <laughs> <laughs> I need Netflix to start giving me seasons to be like, all at once. <laughs> no, don't do that. Cause then the show will never come out. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is very true. Like my, it's no, but like I, I do echo a lot of your, a lot of your things when it comes for, you know, final thoughts and ratings. I've definitely give this um, an 80 out of a hundred. Uh, for sure. I guess that would be like four out of five on yeah. serialized. I've been trying to use that more. And I like it a lot. Serialized is, it's different because, you know, you have to, uh, it's different. We'll talk about it later. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, uh, for my final thoughts, like it, it really is just, it, it is probably the best sequel series that I've experienced thus far um, because, you know, the heart and soul of that 70s show is still there. You know, you have these new characters that are trying to do their do their own thing. They're not necessarily trying to harp on the past. Like, obviously, you're going to have references thrown thrown in here or there, but it's not like it's just bombarding you. Like, hey, remember this and that '70s show? Remember this and that '70s show? Like, it it doesn't feel like they're suffocating you with references for that '70s show. It is trying to be its own thing. I think you know the six new kids are great. Uh, Callie Haverda is probably my favorite new character on the show next to Ozzy. I think Ozzy's pretty awesome too. He's Ozzy's. his one liners are very, yeah. Oh my God. The shade that that man throws, throws is just everywhere. Deeper. It's amazing. It's actually amazing. I love it. Sorry to get, not to cut you off, but like, Ozzy's no, no, just you're so good. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're totally fine. Let's so make sure it doesn't happen again. I'm just joking. <laughs> Bro. I'm, I'm, ta- I'm taking back my, I'm right. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm cry. kidding. <laughs> I cry. Um, but yeah, it it is it's it's something special. I really hope that it gets a season two. I think people should watch this. Like Amanda said, it is a very easy binge. Um, it, you know, it, it's just something that I hope that doesn't get overlooked at Netflix because they do pump out a lot of stuff, and unfortunately, they have been uh, nuking a lot of uh, shows uh, that usually don't make it past one season. Nuts. And I hope that that ninety show is able to stretch its legs and give us give us like a good like th- four, five, six seasons of this because it would be really cool you know these kids are around 14 15 years old and it is it's like the it's a sweet spot you know like obviously when it comes to child actors they grow up so fast we see that with like stranger things and it's like my gosh like even with harry potter it's like in my head they're still you know i know 
15, 14, 13 little years old, ones. but yeah, little ones for sure. <laughs> but I mean, job well done by Netflix. Definitely go watch this. It is now streaming as of this recording on January 19th on Netflix, 10 episodes each or 10 episodes total each. around 20. I know <laughs> 10 episodes each. There's episode. four seasons. <laughs> <laughs> but like, they're trying to new, you know, they're Netflix is out of tra- Like we're going to give you multiple seasons at once. So you can just binge an entire series instead of an <laughs> entire season. That would be overload. Um, please don't do that. Netflix, but thank you to <laughs> Netflix for sending us screeners so that yeah. we can watch this early so Thanks, that we guys. can get this out to the public it's all the amazing that 70 show fans out there. So with all that said, I'm going to pass it back over to Amanda where she can tell us where it's coming up on her channel, what's going on in her life. Yeah. Oh my God. This was so much fun, Christian. I'm so happy we have this discussion. Um, I also have my, uh, that 90 show review dropping the exact same day. Um, on the 19th, I'm going to be covering Sundance, which is going to take up literally 10 days of my life. I have five movies to watch each day. Um, Oh yeah. I love it though. And I'm just so blessed that I'm like accredited again this year. Um, but I am doing it from home. I'm not going to, uh, Park City, Utah, just, um, yeah, it, I have Sundance coming up and um, you guys can keep it locked on my website, which is candidxcinema.com. Um, and then obviously my Twitter, Instagram and Letterboxd, which is at AMXNDReviews. Uh, so yeah, just follow me there. Award season, we're in it. We are in it. Oh, I know Christian yes. hates it, but we are in it. I don't hate it. it. It's <laughs> just not my favorite time of year when everyone starts. It's, it's, it's when Twitter gets a little too disastrous. It's for true. Me. It's yeah. true, but I'm you know, braving I just, I just it. want this film to pass. <laughs> I, I feel you. I do. I mean, like the Critics' Choice Awards are on Sunday. Um, so I'm going to be covering oh, that. Is this Sunday? Well, and I got then, the last of us watching. That's this, what this I was thing. just about to say. So I'm going to pop in. <laughs> you see, you got so much. You can't do it. Just follow along on Twitter. Um, but yeah, like like you said, Christian, we're both going to be covering The Last of Us. Um, so that's at 9 p.m. Eastern this Sunday on HBO, which I am very excited for. I've never played. Oh, that's a lie. I've played the games, but I suck at them. So I stopped and now I'm going okay, in. No, no. I sucked at it. I sucked at it. I'm just like, I'm part so one frustrated. Or part, two? part one. I couldn't even get through oh, it. My I know it's beautiful. Right, this episode's over. No, no it's beautiful. <laughs> but I just, you know what? I said, forget it. It's fine. But I'm going to Pop that man on easy. Pop that game I on did. easy. And it just. Was on easy. Oh, Christian, it was oh, on Amanda. easy. Do you understand how sad this is? I couldn't even get through it. It was so bad. Those creatures are annoying. Okay. But I'm happy I'm going in blind because I know how emotional the story is. So I'm, oh, like, I'm ready to cry all over again. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm going in blind, doing some reactions, but I'm excited to see your coverage too for the last of us. So it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very, you know, I've, I've been a big fan of the games. I'm, I'm nervous, but I'm excited at the same time. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see. But uh, with all that says, thank you so much, Amanda, for coming on. This has been a lot of fun. It's been a while since you've been on the show. It's we we get so busy, and it's like ugh, you know, know. We, we watch Avatar like what nine times, and we come out of Pandora, and we're just like, I want to go back in the tent. <laughs> you do. You. I've only do. seen it twice. Correction. It twice. You want to go back and watch it uh, ten times? Oh, Not no. me. Uh, Not I. No, it's fine. <laughs> It was, it was uh, those those graphics. 
those VFX. It just mesmerized me. It's beautiful. I was story like, is just no bueno. It's yeah, it's it's a very simple story. Yeah. I've I think I appreciate that about it, but just yeah. because of how long it is, I'm like, Fair. this has got to be a simple story. But it is what it is. You know, yeah. I'm maybe one day I'll I want to watch it at home to see how it feels. That's yeah, do. so do I actually. I want to I want to give it another go. The 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 nine three D version. <laughs> HFR. <laughs> But um, that is a wrap for today, everyone on the podcast. If you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice. And make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at FemOptics to stay in the know. And make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other. Make sure to share an episode of the FemOptics podcast what the movie lover in need and really quick what's coming up on our show slash what is out right now. Um, as of this recording, our Megan review is out for people to listen to on podcast platforms around the internet, including our Puss in Boots, the last wish review. Also, by the time this is out, I think both of our uh, reviews for the last of us uh, episode one will be out because this is out on the 19th. So definitely go check both of our reviews out there. I'll link Amanda's in the show notes down below um, of this podcast episode. Of course, you know, we're going to be covering the last of us HBO series every single week. And we're going to be covering Velma uh, when that finally finishes, I think in uh, February, uh, the first two or four is esque episodes, depending on time this comes out should be out by then, but we're going to wait until the series finale to cover Velma um, and we have many more to come. There's, there's a lot of movies coming up. So I'm very excited for it. And it's like, as soon as February hits, it's just going to be ground running with like Ant-Man and everything like that. Uh, uh, the Knock in the Cabin of the Woods. Yes. Yeah. Cocaine <laughs> Bear. <laughs> you, just, you mixed two titles, which was awesome. Did I really? Yeah, you did. Which ones? Knock at the Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> oh my gosh. I totally forgot. It's Okay. Maybe we'll do a Godfather retro review. Actually, I think it's whenever the anniversary is. For Godfather part one or part two? No, I think it's like the 50th. No, it was the 50th last year. Last year. I was going to go see it in theaters. My mom told me not to. (laughs) She does not like the Godfather. She's more of a Goodfellas kind of gal. But <laughs> yes, mom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like my this. dad loves The Godfather, and I just haven't watched. It's this is one of my blind spots. Everyone has. It. Okay, I have them. T- well, actually, not to prolong this even more, <laughs> but I, I'm doing. I'm gonna try my best to do first time watches, like older movies that I haven't gotten to. So, like, my goal is to like go through people's filmographies and kind of watch that more so than oh that'll be a lot that'll be a lot of fun yeah Yeah. i'm trying to do that like do that yeah Yeah. because there's there's i definitely have some um godfather is that's the only one i'm giving you guys today (laughs) it's not yeah i i am okay to be fair i'll say that i've never seen the shawshank redemption that's a blind spot for me oh i haven't seen that one either okay so yeah there we go i gave you one oh no i gave you another one it's fine it's okay (laughs) <laughs> no, it's all good. But, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you all for listening. And remember, if you enjoy our show, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. I'm Christian. That was Amanda signing off. And we'll see you guys in the next one.